Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And it takes the knee of the New York Giants on the Super Bowl 42 champion. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. to 14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. It's Keith McPherson on The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. conversation over with around the NBA, our basketball teams tonight. Keith McPherson on the fan. I mean, it's football season again. It's actually baseball season. The second half of a back-to-back, say whatever you want. We had two wins last night for the Knicks and the Nets and two losses tonight. At least the Knicks can compete. Even without their best player and multiple starters, they still can go out there and make the game worth watching. But, like, I don't know what the hell the Brooklyn Nets have become. They're just a sorry franchise. I couldn't watch the game. I couldn't keep my eyes on that game. It just was a waste of time completely. So, let's start there. I feel bad for the children. We are the world, the Nets world children, the Nets world children that came in and saw Kevin Durant, 
and Kyrie Irving and James Harden, scary hours, big three, and said, yeah, 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 Barkley Center, mom, take me there to see a basketball game. I want one of those black and white jerseys or one of those Basquiat jerseys or one of those baby blue 1991 jerseys or now they have the cause jerseys. They had the ABA jersey. They had a hundred different jerseys over the course of the last couple years. I feel for the children, the Nets world. We are the Nets world and uh, you Nets world children. I don't know what to tell you. 877-337-6666. I mean, the Orlando magic, I get that they're decent this year. But as a franchise, do we look at the Orlando Magic as one of the marquee franchises in the NBA? Nah, not really. Like, they just started honoring players. They just started retiring numbers. They didn't do that for a while. They didn't have too many. And then their best player tonight, they're without him. And I know, I I get it. The second half of a back-to-back, guys are tired. They're on the road. But it's no excuse. They don't have Paolo Bancaro, and it doesn't matter. You're going to get this work from Wendell Carter Jr. You're going to get this work from Jalen Suggs. You're going to get this work from Gary Harris, Franz Wagner. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the Nets fan that went from thinking that this team was going to win a finals, get to the Eastern Conference Finals just some two, three years ago, thinking that, one of the best players of all time signed a four-year extension to stay here, thinking that this franchise was going to be able to compete in the East for the foreseeable future. And for that to be ripped from under you, it sucks. It's absolutely terrible. And that's why I say the Nets are a sorry franchise because they dragged their fans through the mud, right? So I go back to when I was a kid, and obviously – Uh, If you've heard my story, I jumped on the Nets bandwagon with Jason Kidd and Richard Jefferson and those teams that were good and did go and compete in the finals because once Michael Jordan dipped off and went to the Wizards, right, I'm, I'm a 90s kid. I was a Bulls fan. Not really even knowing Chicago was in Illinois and that's a good ways away from here. But either way, you guys understand, if you watched 90s basketball and you weren't a Knicks fan and your dad didn't just make you a Knicks fan and you kind of came into the NBA with Michael Jordan's brand and Gatorade and Wheaties and Hanes and Space Jam and it must be the shoes and I switched away from that whole thing when I got a little bit older I I almost became a Lakers fan you guys would hate me if I was on the fan as a Lakers Yankees Cowboys fan some of you hate me As I already am. (laughs) But I decided to root for the home team. Root, root, root for the home team. I'm a Jersey boy. So I I jumped on the uh, Nets bandwagon thinking, all right, they're going to the finals, knowing they weren't going to beat the Spurs, knowing they weren't going to beat the Lakers. But thinking that, okay, the year after Vince Carter comes through, like the Garden State basketball team was going to be pretty decent and uh, have a chance to compete for many titles and, I boycotted the team when they left and went to Brooklyn. And then I saw one playoff game there in 2013. And I said, all right, all right, I understand. These are greener pastures. You're over here to attract players. We just saw Carmelo Anthony on uh, his 7 p.m. in Brooklyn podcast. Maybe shout out to Miro and them putting that together. Maybe he was on another podcast. But Carmelo Anthony literally said when the Nets were 
in that transition period between playing in the Meadowlands in East Rutherford, and they made a quick stop at the Prudential Center where the Devils play. I'll have eyes on that Devils game coming up against the San Jose Sharks. Not too high on the Devils right now. But Carmelo Anthony literally said if they were in Brooklyn, he would have been a net. But he wasn't about to play in Newark. I can't play my home games at the Prudential Center. (laughs) So that's what I mean. They dragged their fans through the mud with just ineptitude, inconsistency, different owners, different GMs, different head coaches. And what I feel like we're experiencing as Nets fans this year in this quote-unquote transition year, you can't compete in a transition year. You fired your your interim head coach that you gave an extension to 2026-2027. You fired him at the All-Star break and I think what we're experiencing right now is a franchise that does not have a clue, does not have a direction, an owner who is completely silent. He had a lot to say when it was time to talk mandates and Kyrie Irving and COVID and vaccines and putting his foot down against one of the stars on his team that helped bring his team to prominence. And I'm not defending Kyrie. He's a head case and had his own issues. But you signed up for that. You gave your franchise to Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, and then you thought you could pull it back from them. They're often gone to other franchises, which are better franchises than your own. And what do you have? We're in this period right now as Nets fans that is completely uncertain and nobody knows what's next. 877-337-6666. But if you hear me say this Nets world has been built, it took them 11 years to build up the Barclays Center to where they have the Brooklyn Brigade, the block, the super fan section that chants every game, defense, defense, let's go Nets, let's go Nets. You've been in there, you know what I'm talking about. But even those super fans can't stand this team, can't stand this organization, can't bring that same energy. And when you watch a game like they played tonight, I don't care about the excuse of a a second half of a back-to-back. You just came back from the All-Star break. You just got this new head coach that's supposed to re-energize the team. They couldn't compete, bro. Uh, It was like halftime. They went in and checked out. You're trying to build your franchise right now around Mikael Bridges, and I'm not picking on Mikael, but he was a minus 28. He had four points, two assists, two rebounds, he hit two shots out of 14, was 0 for 7 from deep. And I saw how they were playing him. And if you listen to the Brooklyn Nets postgame show, like, yeah, they're like, all right, we just got to stop Bridges. Cam Thomas is hurt. Who's going to do the scoring for these guys? Dennis Schroeder? Nick Claxton? They're cooked. They're completely out of it. And it, it sucks for the Nets fans. Nets fans, I got you. If you want to call up and... Tell me how you feel. I know we don't get to talk about the Nets too much on this radio station, and they don't really deserve much time. But watching that game tonight after they had a little bit of a morale boost beating the Memphis Grizzlies, it just reminds you that where they are is is a terrible spot to be in as a franchise that had superstars, was in the playoffs the last few years. And even though they got swept out of the playoffs the last few years, Now they've set the franchise back, right? It took 11 years to build this Nets world. I think they set the franchise back 10, 11 years. Who knows what's going to happen next with Sean Marks, who I just, I don't understand how Sean Marks has nine lives. Joe Sy, like I said, is 
all the way in the background. And uh, yeah, I just I can't stand to watch the team. I just don't care about them. Sports is supposed to be fun, right? It's entertainment. It's supposed to be a break from your everyday life, your job, your family, whatever struggle you're going through. You're supposed to feel like at night you can leave the world behind you, cut that game on, and lock in. We don't play for the teams. We don't get paid by the teams. But we say we when we talk about them, right? We have nothing to do with the teams, really. But we buy the merch and we buy tickets. And we wear our hearts on our sleeves as far as our squads go. And you just want to feel every night that your squad is out there competing and representing you in the right way. I feel like with the New York Knicks, you guys feel like that. And I know you had to go through a lot of nonsense in the last 20 years here and there. But as of last year, even 2021, like this year, I tip my cap to the front office of the New York Knicks for getting it right, getting the right coach, right? Notice I started with the front office. They have the right guys in the front office. They have the right coach. They make the right trades and signings and have put together the right nucleus of players where they're going out there to compete even without Jalen Brunson, even without Julius Randle, even like... It doesn't matter who's on the floor. They have a mentality that, hey, we're in the garden. We're going to go out there and play hard. I don't care if it's Josh Hart. I don't care if it's Dante DiVincenzo, Precious Achua, you know, Bogdanovich, whoever. They're going to go out there and play with some pride and some energy, even though they're overmatched. Even though they're facing a team that's fully healthy, they're going to go out there and at least give you a game worth showing up for to Madison Square Garden with those ridiculous ticket prices and a game worth watching. And, you know, I watched a little bit of that game tonight and I kind of laughed right away. You know, we're coming off of last night and all the talk is about the officiating and how terrible the officiating is. And I agree with Evan and I wrote this on Twitter and I said it last night. The NFL is bogus, but that's standard. You've heard me say the NFL is bogus. I've almost tied it into WWE. It's like you just accept it. Roughing the passer, nonsense. P.I., nonsense. And you just kind of keep going and, you know, these these either, you know, holding calls or, um, you know, little penalties, they don't necessarily make you, uh, you know, stop watching the game and they don't decide the game. But in the NBA, man, there are too many egregious calls. There are too many obvious missed calls. There are just too many moments in an NBA game that you can see on your couch far away from the court that the guys literally standing on the court can't see. 877-337-6666. So I laughed when I saw Zion Williamson absolutely karate chop Josh Hart in the face to the point where he's bloodied and bleeding, asking, like, what are y'all looking at? Like, what did you see? Where's the call? I'm like, oh, they got to chill with these makeup calls, right? They had to give the Knicks the makeup call last night from the whole Houston debacle, but... No, it's just these guys. I'm telling you, I've watched the NBA. I've watched games live. I've talked about this with Giannis and some of the superstars, LeBron, I guess Zion. They're not calling that foul on Zion. They're in awe of Zion. Just watching him jump up there and go for a block. They forget that they're even calling the game. They're forgetting they could affect the game. But either way, that's not a game that the Knicks were going to win. As soon as you heard that Brunson was not going to play, second half of a back-to-back, it makes you... Uh, even more glad that you got that win against the Pistons last night. 877-337-6666. I really don't care 
to have the basketball conversation all night. I'm happy that I got on before 11 o'clock with the Nets game starting early down there in Orlando. They're a little weird down there in Orlando. They they start their games early. They get people in and out of there and whatever I'm on. Uh, there's plenty to talk about from the NFL Combine. There's plenty to talk about with the Jets and the Giants. There's plenty to talk about from spring training with the Mets and the Yankees. And through the course of the next three and a half hours, I'm just going to sprinkle in little things like they're still trying to push Blake Snell to the Yankees. Oh, yeah, Juan Soto spoke on it. I don't care. I told y'all last week. It doesn't make any sense. But maybe, maybe, yeah, leave uh, leave some hope. Man, I, I know we're talking all this week about, um, you know, the Yankees, Juan Soto and Aaron Judge and all that. But there's some good things coming out of Mets camp, too. G-Man Choi and a lot of these prospects that you're getting to see now live in person, some of you down there in Port St. Lucie, but the rest of you watching on Twitter and watching on TV, it's got to be a good feeling for the Met fan to project into the future that you do have some young talent on the way. And then as we're projecting into the future for the NFL and the combine in the NFL draft, you know, I heard a lot of talk about Deion Dawkins. Shout out to Deion Dawkins from Rawway, New Jersey. And obviously he ruffled some feathers with what he had to say about the Jets and these guys wanting to take pictures for Instagram and not playing the game because they love it. And Sauce Gardner replied and then Sauce doubled down on it today and posted a shirtless picture. Sauce got to chill. But anyway, you got to hear what McCole Hardman had to say on the Pivot podcast with Ryan Clark and uh, Fred Taylor and... (laughs) They asked him about the Jets, man, and the damning quote is, there's no standard there. Everybody does what they want to do. And they're running it right back with Rob Sala and the same crew. 877-337-6666. Giants fans, are you trading up for a quarterback? Are you taking a quarterback? Are you not taking a quarterback? Man, I heard a funny call into uh, something going on with the Giants live with, with Joe Shane and a fan calling in to just rip Daniel Jones. And I honestly think they're just saying this right now that they believe in Daniel Jones. He's got all the tools and all the physical tools and he's working to come back, but they're not idiots, right? If they really love Daniel Jones, they would have given him a different contract, a longer contract. They gave him the contract that gives him the ability to get out of that. And I think that in this draft, whether it's the six overall pick, whether they trade up to three or two or whether whatever, you're going to see a quarterback drafted for the Giants. You have to take a quarterback with your quarterback on the mend. You can't assume that, oh, yeah, Joe Shane says he's throwing right now. You can't assume that Daniel Jones is going to be ready to lead this team. I'm sure he's going to do everything in his power, but you need to take out an insurance clause, which would be to draft a young quarterback. And maybe even sign a veteran if you're not really feeling like Tommy Cutlass is going to be good enough. I think the biggest thing around the Giants that came out was that they actually are trying to bring back Saquon Barkley. You know, if you heard me in the last couple days, even last week, I'm like, I want Saquon to go to the Texans or the Chargers. I want him to go somewhere where he can get paid and win. But obviously with the cap flexibility, with the cap going up like $30 and Obviously, also Shane talking to them or talking about how they grew and speaking to the media about them as far as what they did last year and what they learned. I think there's a chance that they can work it out with Saquon and they kind of meet in the middle 
And Saquon's up there in years, and there's a chance that the Giants do figure out a way to bring Saquon back. But I just think it's like, yo, that's not your guy. You didn't draft him. You didn't draft Daniel Jones. You don't owe them anything. You need to be looking to the future, and you need to be spending money elsewhere. There's so many holes. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply on your team. Chargers and the New York Giants have exchanged their draft picks. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Eli Manning and Philip Rivers. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I just had to hit a big stretch. KM to 2 a.m. Let's do it, man. The Knicks lose, the Nets lose, and uh, I'm just going to end up talking about spring training and, like, your butt Vivas and (laughs) George Lombard Jr. And I guess we can talk about uh, some of the Mets prospects as well while we're at it. Drew Gilbert and Jet Williams. Yeah, why not? But a bunch of people called, so obviously you guys have your own agendas. Josh is in Passaic, first up on the fan. What's up, Josh? Good, Keith. How are you? Uh, you know, uh, I've been better. That's in the answer. So first, you saw the end of uh, the Cavs-Mavericks game. Right after, you know, uh, Struce hit that long three for the win, they had guards, you know, coming all around, making sure nobody comes in. You think that's what... Kyle Jabash wasn't going to do instead, or they're just going to 
give time for like let's say the visiting team to lose and then let everybody <laughs> nobody I did not see the end of that game, but nobody is rushing the floor over there. <laughs> it's an NBA. They had like they had like seven people like running around making sure nothing happens. So just what do you think is happening with yeah, the but whole they don't, you know they don't after storm the, Duke the thing? They don't storm the court in the NBA. When have I you understand, s- but I was just I was saying is that what's gonna be like college basketball? They can have like eight guys standing around making sure nobody rushes. And or they just going to make sure the visiting team loses them. Whatever. I, have, I have no idea. I know that we saw Caitlin Clark run into a fan at Ohio State um, last time, and I just saw the most expensive ticket in women's basketball history, number five, Iowa versus Iowa State on March third coming up. I know what happened. To, you know, with Duke, uh, the college is a way different beast than the NBA. They do need to figure out something as far as these kids storming the court and keeping the players safe. Um, but I don't know. If, if you notice that at, I don't even know what they call it, Quicken Loans Arena. It's not Quicken Loans Arena anymore. Uh, if you notice that tonight in Cleveland with the Dallas Mavericks, Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse, I don't think that's because of what's going on in college. I think that's just security in the NBA, which is more heightened anyway. And then number two, listen, Keith, uh, you know why the Nets lost by so much tonight, right? Who's missing again? It actually might be You're going to say Ben Simmons? Right. I mean, think about it every, <laughs> think about it just every time. We, we, we don't actually like this guy, right, the OBS thing, and he's, and we always think he doesn't oh, make too much of a difference. Every time he doesn't play, they get blown out. We're, we're actually, appreciate you, Josh. Thanks for the call, brother. We're actually at the point where young Nets fans are calling up and trying to rationalize the situation by saying, well, we didn't have Ben Simmons. He shouldn't be on the team. He should not even be on the roster. Start with the fact that Sean Marks was the only dumbass GM willing to accept a trade for Ben Simmons. Everything started to go even further downhill then. Katie and Kyrie were still on the team then. They were even trying to, like, bring him along. It's just nonsense. It's just stupid. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so bad. I literally feel bad for the young kids that jumped on the bandwagon. And I also feel bad for the Nets fans that are just hoop fans, like just basketball fans. And they want to watch their team. They want to root for their team. And this is what they do. And you might have league pass, but it's not the same to watch another team in another city. And it's definitely not the same to watch the Knicks. You could barely even root for the Knicks. The worst part with the Simmons stuff. And obviously with everything else, the guy played 14 minutes last night. He didn't even, it's not like he played 20, 30. He played 14 minutes last night. Well, he's on a night. pitch count, and you got to watch his minutes now. At what point does Ben Simmons just minutes, have— No way could he play in the second at half At what point does Ben Simmons have the back, guts? My neck, my back, my neck, and my back. He's got the back problems at 26 years old. Can't run him out there back-to-back nights. When does he, oh, oh I just wonder if Ben Simmons actually cares or if he's no, doing he the doesn't. is he's he Anthony rich. Rendon? <laughs> nah, he's not even Anthony Rendon, right? Like, mm, but there are there are some parallels. Like Anthony Rendon will just come like Anthony Rendon just should have said less. He'll come out there and tell you this is not a priority. Ben Simmons is gonna fake it. He's right. not gonna come out and tell you like I don't he's really do the dunks in the practice. That yeah, make sure. he's gonna put stuff on his social media. He's gonna act like he's working to come back, and he's trying like it's not him, right? It's 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 the team being cautious with me. Um, <laughs> it's a joke, man. This is where the Brooklyn Nets are. We're actually looking at this team struggling and saying, well, 
Ben Simmons didn't play. <laughs> Yo, Matt is in Comac on the fan. Go for it, Matt. Say anything. How we doing? Uh, yeah, thank you for saying that because uh, a lot of people I know, I guess, support the Nets, think Ben Simmons the savior. But, I mean, <laughs> this guy was getting compared to, like, LeBron coming out of college, and now he's, he's like a cancer to the team. It's just like, yeah, I don't think he'll play on another NBA team. I no. think he's done after this. He's got a max contract, $177 million. Steve. The Pistons don't even want him, I don't think. Nobody like, would take him. The only no. guy dumb enough to stay on the phone with Daryl Morey was Sean Marks. I know. And I and you think in the moment Sean Marks was our savior, like you did, because he's coming from the Spurs. He, he's, he's under Popovich's whole time and you think he was the bloom is off the rose that that shine has worn off he had two moments where Nets fans were feeling him right the Kenny Atkinson era where all of a sudden we had these guys and they were a gritty team and they didn't have really a superstar they had D'Lo they had Spencer Dinwiddie Karis LeVert Jared Allen Jared Dudley uh Damari Carroll like those types uh Theo Pinson and Rondé Hollis Jefferson all those (laughs) They had those types, and they were able to steal some games, win some games, get to the playoffs, get the gentleman sweep from the Sixers. We were like, okay, Sean Marks and Kenny Atkinson built something from nothing. Kudos. And then that turned into the second time we were bigging up Sean Marks. In Marks We Trust, we said, because he figured out a way to land Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant. But they completely mismanaged that situation. The universe wasn't ready for that big three that came with James Harden. He gave away a bunch of pieces and picks for Harden. Harden didn't want to stay here and be the only guy when Kyrie refused to take the vaccine and Kevin Durant is hurt every weekend. It all crumbled. And I feel like with all these different coaches, right, he brought in Steve Nash. Nobody had the bright idea in the NBA to make Steve Nash a head coach besides him and their their owner. And now where you are, that's why I said, I don't understand how he has nine lives. I think they got to fire everybody. I agree, and I think it all came down to the point where we think we have that little sense of hope because after Billy King, anything could have been good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, that he was a laughable team. run with Billy he King. Ruined, yeah. ruined the team. Yeah, the guy acts like he. And I understand it was our first playoff win since '01, uh, the series win. Sorry. Yeah, they yeah. they were trying to you know. Instantly, Pierce, uh, mic- microwave manufacture this thing, yes, with Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett and Jason Kidd as the coach and Darren Williams and Brooke Lopez. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, look at Brooklyn, right? New uh, Brand refresh, like a new look for the franchise. It was nothing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just... I get it back. As a fan, you, you see it, and it's like you win a playoff series for the first time in over a decade, and... You go to Brooklyn and it's like, wow, this is a new team. This is new, and then it's just you—you you, you lose pretty much Set like Jalen Brown. Right. Look at the Celtics. Look at look at Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. What they've been able to do. I I wouldn't be surprised if the Celtics finally figure out how to win the finals this year. If they stay healthy, and, they're the favorites, obviously. And they were our picks. Jalen yeah. Brown was the pick that we got from all those guys, and. I just can't stand Boston, though. Yeah, me too. I mean, they made a deal they, with they, the devil. Lucky the leprechaun. They they ruined, honestly, I think for the rest of our lifetimes, a championship for the Nets. It was that was the year, the two years, and then Milwaukee maybe. Yeah, but twenty twenty one, man. 
KD's foot on the line. I was there. Game seven. I was there. Depressing. It's just... Very depressing. There's no way out of it. There's no end in sight. There's no light at the end of the tunnel. This current group of players does not mesh well together, does not work well together. The coaches who, like, they they need to fire everybody and start over completely. And who wants to come here? Who wants to take over the Brooklyn Nets? Who wants this job? No one. And I, I didn't even think Vaughn was that bad. Like, I, he was, you can obviously get better, but I didn't even think he was bad, and he did it. I guess enough. They didn't want bad. him. They wanted Ime no. Udoka, but they couldn't bring in Ime Udoka with his cheating scandal and him literally sleeping with like the president of the Celtics' wife or whatever. With Kyrie posting Amazon links to anti-Semitic films, like they just, they just, like it was a complete dumpster fire, and they didn't know which way was up, down, left, right, and here we are. They they end up giving Jacques Vaughn the extension. Jacques Vaughn thought he was going to coach Kev, Kevin Durant. He thought he was going to coach Kyrie Irving. He didn't know he was going to be coaching uh, Lonnie Walker the fourth. Not to throw Lonnie under the bus. Dennis Smith Jr. He didn't know he was going to be uh, coaching Keita Bates Diop. I mean, it's just you look at the roster now and you look at the roster two or three years ago and it's just like, what happened? And I honestly had somewhat of hope this year because the team's young. I mean, we I all did. Claxton, we all did. We I all thought Claxton was going to have his breakout year. And Cam I Thomas. Twelve and ten. They paid Cam yeah, Johnson. I, we thought he was going to be better than he than he actually has been. What did he do tonight? Nine points. This guy, Cam Johnson, to think that they paid him because he's friends with Mikael Bridges, who they're so set on building around that they've turned down multiple first round picks. It's sickening to me. It's like what the hell? Like I get it. Mikael Bridges is a good guy, and he he's an Iron Man. He looked burnt out tonight playing all those games in a row. He looks like he needs a night off. He needs load managing. I, I mean, I make fun of Julius Randle of how he shoots, and you got our guy shooting two for 14. It's like, what are we doing? All for seven from three? It's just, it's tough to watch, man. And they're they're not competitive. Tough. You can't watch the game. The game is over um, after halftime. The game is a wrap, and it sucks. For all the fans that brought their Brooklyn Nets merch, they sold a ton of merch. I was buying that merch too because I'm like oh we're back look at this team in the last couple years and nope nope don't even I don't even reach for a Brooklyn Nets jersey in my closet thanks for the call Matt 877-337-6666 I don't think you've seen me in here with any Nets gear the Nets did send me one of those cause hoodies which is cool and shout out to I think uh Brian Donnelly who created cause he's from Jersey City or whatever but other than that man like this season is cooked it cannot end soon enough and then the Nets fans will just wait for the Knicks ultimately to not get healthy and not make a run to the Eastern Conference Finals so they could say, yep, come take a seat on the couch right here with us and we'll watch the rest of the NBA playoffs. 877-337-6666. Baseline underneath, bank shot. No, Ewing slams in the follow. And the Knicks go up by one with 26 seconds remaining. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. The buzzer sounds, and the New York Knickerbockers are going back to the NBA Finals. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Take over. The break's over. Thanks for holding. Thanks for listening to the ads and the commercials and 
everything else that we play in between. Keep McPherson on the fan. Yeah, I was mad at Hove. <laughs> when the Nets left New Jersey and went to Brooklyn and Jay-Z was rapping at it, I was mad at Hove. I boycotted the Nets, and I wasn't really playing Jay-Z's albums during that time. I'm like, nah. Song about when I bring the Nets, I'm the new branch, Ricky. Chill. I'm moving the Nets to BK. Ball so hard. Chill. Relax. 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 <laughs> Maybe they need to go back. Maybe they need to go back. 877-337-6666. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night. I usually don't like to hand it out to losers, but I do like to give it to one of the local players on a local team. And I'm trying to get this Devils game on. Not that it could be a New Jersey Devil as they're out facing the San Jose Sharks. And that game just got underway. We have no idea who's going to be the star of that game. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. I don't know. Tweet me at Keith underscore McPherson if you've got an idea of who should be the Casamigos big shot of the night. I think I'm going to go baseball. I think I'm going to lean. Baseball. Let's see something. Hold on now. Nope. I false alarm. Thought the Devils scored. Christy Flannery writes the NJ Devils have three shots on goal. All three came courtesy of Jesper Bratt. Yeah, the the Devils take a bunch of shots. <laughs> the Devils have a bunch of shots on goal. They don't go in. But uh, yeah, speaking of spring training, let's go to Frank and Manalpin. What's up, Frank? Hello. Frank, you're on. Yep, you got it. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Good. Um, so, uh, yeah, first first off, I, I actually want to apologize to you for uh, – I actually called you, like, not too long ago, like a month ago. Uh, I was I accidentally cursed, so I wanted to apologize for doing that. Uh, I don't know if you remember me at all. Apology um, accepted. I don't remember, but no offense taken, man. You know, we're grown people. Yeah, we yeah. curse. We just got FCC regulations and whatnot. Can't do yeah. it right here. No, no, I got you. I got you. Uh, but, you yeah, know, the reason I'm calling is uh, I know you were talking about the Nets and all that, but – I wanted to give you your thoughts on how you think that the Nets would do if they would sign Adrian Griffin, um, since he's still on the market, and I think he would still, I think he would be a good fit for them personally. Um, so I wanted to get your thoughts on that, and you know, what do you think of that? I'll, I'll talk about it. Thanks for the call, Frank. I thought you were going to talk about spring training. Paulie screening the calls. The topic says Mets spring training. I was about to say, all right, let's talk about uh, G-Man Choi. And anyway, Adrian Griffin, he obviously got. A raw deal, short end of the stick. He comes in to coach his Bucks team, and I guess clearly Giannis or Dame or somebody over there was not feeling him, and they kicked him to the curb. But that's rough, right? Like, this guy was in second place. This guy was uh, scapegoated. I think he's worth giving an interview to, but I don't think he's the answer for the Brooklyn Nets. I don't know who the answer is. I don't think he's the guy that's coming in and saving the day. I don't think Adrian Griffin is is going to even be a top five candidate for the Brooklyn Nets. Now, he's got an extensive Wikipedia, and uh, he's coached in Milwaukee, Toronto, OKC, Orlando, Chicago. And um, as a player, he even played in New Jersey for the Atlantic City Seagulls. But no, nah, I, don't, I don't think they're going to entertain Adrian Griffin. I think they're going to try and go bigger. They might want to go with a household name, more of a known commodity, someone that everybody knows. Uh, I think they tried to do that when they went to Steve Nash with no experience, and they found out quickly that Steve Nash had really no idea what he was doing. Luckily, they had KD, 
and Kyrie and Harden or whatever to win some games. And those guys only played a handful of games. Whatever. The Nets suck, man. It's it's a waste of time to really talk about them. But speaking of household names, let's go to Alex in Linden, New Jersey. What's up, Alex? Hey, what's up, Keith? I got to come in with a bang tonight. It's been a couple weeks. I've been under the weather. I've been listening to you. But after your intro about being so down on the Nets, Tell me a little something, Keith. Don't you regret not being a Knicks fan? Come on, Keith. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I, I, am happy for the Knicks though. And if you hear me talk about the Knicks, like I, 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 I wish you guys the most success. I'm not a host that's gonna get on the fan and tell you what you're not gonna do, what you can't do, because nobody knows. But like, I liked trolling the Knicks fans and, uh, you know, giving it back to the Knicks fans when the Nets were beating them seven times in a row and the Nets were the better team, and the Nets had something to stand on. The Nets don't have a leg to stand on, but that doesn't mean I want to be a Knicks fan. I, I You'll never see me wear orange and blue. No, um, I know you won't. I just don't no, rock with the Knicks or the, the Mets. Years before I was on WFAN, <laughs> I kind of you know chose where I was going with that. But, like, hey, good luck to you. Uh, I hope you guys have a great run. I'll probably pop up at a playoff game, but no, nah, I, don't, I don't wish I, I was so. a Knicks fan because – the way the NBA is set up, too, we have a drop right now talking about how, like, when I was younger, I used to be like, yeah, I'm a Nets fan, but I root for Kobe. I root for Braun. I, I root for KD. The way the NBA is set up, especially with these kids, these kids are Steph Curry fans. They're Warriors fans. These kids, they're not, they're not locked into the local teams, and they don't have to be. And I guess as an adult, I don't have to be either. I don't have to be locked into the Nets. I got to watch them to do my little stupid podcast and my shows at night to know what went on to talk about them. But, like... I, my heart doesn't have to be in it until they figure it out. They they Not have uh, they have embarrassed all of us, man. They they don't know what to do. I really feel you on that one year where they went to Newark because I'm going to be honest, they almost stole my fandom. And then when they said they were going to Brooklyn, I've been a Knicks fan. I got to admit, a year before they got Amari, I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to get back into the NBA. I was a Bulls fan in the '90s. I'm 38 years old. I was you know 10 years old in '95. The Knicks got me that year, and the Nets just got so weird with all those movements. It was tough to like them, but it was fun going to games in Newark for ten bucks and sitting five rows off the court. I'm not oh, gonna lie. Oh yeah, that was I remember good. Big Sean performed in Newark, and I was at school at Monmouth University. I couldn't get anybody to get on the train and go with me. I couldn't couldn't nope. pay somebody to go with me to see that. I was uh, sitting courtside a lot for like less than twenty bucks, man. It was awesome. But the reason I called in honestly ties in with the Knicks because Evan Roberts. Sitting up in his seats tonight, dumps on the Knicks <laughs> yeah. with his independent you know, with basketball his observer. I did see his pick, like right, right before I got on. I saw him with a big smile, Which like funny, you know. But I don't, it's Evan. Funny. I don't know. I don't know why Evan goes over there and has season tickets <laughs> to go see the Knicks, and he's a yeah. he's a whole Nets fan. There's no. I, I guess you can watch on your phone, but there's no way you can watch your team I'm, and be I, watching the Knicks. I think he does it for the show, too, because he knows he's not stupid. I think he's got a little Craig Carton in him now. Yeah, big like, show, Bob, a little bit. You know, show yeah. up at the Garden, Craig, the Knicks are good again. He got a show yeah, face Craig for the station. A little bit there, but, but I think he's had those season leads, tickets for some time now. Yeah, yeah, he has. But that leads into my Soto call, the real reason I called. So thanks for not um, having me hang up yet here. I can't. I'm done engaging with Mets fans now on Twitter because every time Juan Soto comes to the plate, if you just search his name, it's 10 Mets fans in 30 seconds talking about how he's going to be a Met next year. And I literally can't imagine 
that being my battle cry for an entire year. I have so many Mets yeah, fans. It's awkward. Friends, it's weird, right? And it's, it's like, can you imagine that being the only thing to hold on to from now till next January? I, I just, it's so pathetic, Keith. I'll hang up and listen. And uh, it was good talking to you, man. It's been uh, too long. Thanks for the call, Alex. Glad you're uh, feeling better. And um, as far as the whole Juan Soto thing goes with the Met fan, like I talked about it Saturday, and then I, you know, I leaned into it on Twitter, which Twitter is is always fun for that because you get these um, random Mets fans with Pete Alonso as their picture or Mister Met or the Mets logo that helicopter in to tell you that you don't know anything about baseball or your radio show sucks and. They have an excuse for every single mistake that Steve Cohen has made. And a lot of them lately have been talking about keeping receipts. The last guy I checked that was keeping receipts in this town, Rob Sala, he hasn't spoken on that since. We don't know what those receipts look like. We have more receipts for him. And I think that's actually the case with the Met fan. That's why today I started just going back into the archive, searching names and bringing things up to the forefront. Like, oh, yeah, Carlos Correa, you swooped in in the middle of the night to make him a Met, too. How'd that pan out? Oh, yeah, Judge was going to be a Met. I remember that um, whole year, Judge was in his prove-it year, walk year, and uh, he was going to put on a, a Mets jersey. I saw those photoshops. And, oh, just this past year, Yamamoto. <laughs> Yamamoto's coming to Queens, baby. Steve Cohen will not be denied, and he completely used you completely used you, finessed you, and had you thinking, and he was always going to the Dodgers, similar to the Yankees, but the Yankees didn't go. It's like, oh, Tani, oh, yeah, you know, how many how many calls do we hear? Oh, well, is this, you know, we're just waiting until, uh, you know, Tani becomes available and the Mets are going to sign him, and it's just like, come on, bro, is that what you guys are going to do every single year? You just don't have any optimism, nothing to look forward to, no hope for the season that's upon us that you're going to deflect and defer to free agency next year. I know it's not all of you. It's just some of these goofies on Twitter that have nothing better to do but count Steve Cohen's money and assume that, oh, we have the richest owner in the sport. We can just buy Juan Soto. I think Juan Soto would be a fool to spend a year in Yankee pinstripes in Yankee Stadium around the New York Yankees and say, yeah, I'm going to just skip over town and join David Stearns and the Milwaukee Mets for, I don't know, $50 million, $100 million more. We'll see. doesn't really work like that. The other night I went through all the guys that aren't just taking like Judge left $40 million on the table from the San Diego Padres. Didn't want to be a Padre. J.D. Martinez, rather be a free agent, stay at home with his family, than go sign with the San Francisco Giants. It's just not like that anymore. And you're not like that anymore. You punched a little bit above your weight class for 2022. You came crashing back down to earth in 2023. And now your owner says hope is not a strategy punted at the trade deadline, hired a new president of baseball operations that's doing things his own way, and he's a defense-first guy. I don't know if he's going to be uh, the number one team out there to hand Juan Soto the uh, second-largest contract in baseball history. Hal Steinbrenner has some money, too. 877-337-6666. Coming up, my Casamigos big shot of the night. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.